Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawk Show, powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. That's right. Mario's paying attention. I've had three coffees today. Later in the show. Yeah, exactly. Did you send me my name? What are we Greg is wearing Greg's his, too Greg distracted by his own his personalized own shirt. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah saw Greg's Roosevelt and said, is that you on there? It's like, nope, that's the no, dude. It's the, sa- it's the same. It's the same. But, but Addie thought that was me on the sticker, so she's not, not yeah. the first person. Well, look, it's anyone, not far off. Yeah. If anyone deserves their own Roosevelt, it is you, Greg would Boyson. Be. I agree. I agree. You've given several years' salary to a free Roosevelt. (laughs) (laughs) Just one free Roosevelt. A free one. All right, we've got a lot to get to on this show. Uh, As you've probably heard by now, the Hawks are headed back to the Winter Classic. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyler Johnson's back. Connor Bedard was on the ice again, participating a little bit more than yesterday. Yep. So we're going to get to all that stuff. But the big news for us is we are very happy to announce that Thursday at 2.30 on this here show... Two-time Stanley Cup champion Corey Crawford will be joining us here on CHGO Blackhawks. I'm already nervous. <laughs> this could be fine. I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous about it. It'll be it's fine. A, he won't he won't be I in studio. It'll be it'll be over uh, over video, but I, it'll be fine. I need an Ollie Pop to settle me down. Yeah, Are we still doing that. Is that a thing? So, I mean, no. they still produce them. I mean, I haven't heard Pete and DJ talk about it in a while. So. <laughs> well, there's there's they're damn good. So, yeah. uh, no, it, it, this is one of these ones where uh, it's gonna be awesome. He is a Corey is an interesting guy. He is a thoughtful guy. He is an intense guy, and uh, I know he's you know still living around the Chicagoland area, and he's just not been very visible. So yeah. with the Ice Hogs retiring his number uh, on Saturday, it's going to be awesome to catch up with him. I'm sure he'll be in a good mood, but there's so many questions to ask Corey Crawford. And so little time. And I just, I hope that he finally, and just based on the response from the tweet oh, that yeah. we sent announcing it, that he maybe will finally feel the love that he has deserved in this town for so long. Oh, people love Corey Crawford. And, and he's one of the uh, more under <laughs> underrated uh, players of that cup run yeah uh, i would say at least nationally in chicago i mean you, the the love for Corey crawford the people that you know defend him in those discussions about you know hall of fame or jersey retirement worthy or how elite was he during his time like the the love in the city has has always been there and um he's one of those guys you know the 
Taze and Kane, they, they get all the spotlight, uh, but they don't win two of those three cups without the way that he played uh, in those postseasons and um, should have been the Conn Smythe winner in 2013. I think that's a, yeah. a very uh, not a very lukewarm take, I would say. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's a fan favorite, and I think – I'm sure it's not a strategy. Like he's just kind of the person that probably doesn't jump into the spotlight at, at every uh, opportunity. But anytime that he is around, like it is a thing. Like <laughs> it is, it is a a, de- a big deal for Corey Crawford to be around. So um, going to be going to be awesome to get to talk to him. Yeah, he's not a guy that does a lot of interviews, does a lot of TV. You know, he was the last time I remember seeing him was Marion Hosa's night. Um, yeah, he was there for that. Uh, he, he was he was hanging around. Uh, I think it was Riot Fest over the summer. Yes, he was yeah. there. I didn't see him there, but he was there. There was um, photographic evidence of him. Yes, being there. him yeah. and Scott Darlin, I believe, were they at, were hanging out at the Foo Fighters portion with all the other mm-hmm. uh, dudes in their th- white dudes in their thirties <laughs> and older. Would have been um, me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's, I can't wait. Corey Crawford is one of my all-time favorite Blackhawks players, and. Uh, you know, super excited to be heading out to Rockford on Saturday to, yeah. to see mm-hmm. his ceremony and 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 checking in on the Ice Hogs and uh, should be should be good. Got a few questions uh, already in mind. Um, I don't <laughs> remember when you made remember, that save. Remember when you were on the Blackhawks and you won the Stanley Cups? That remember when awesome. you wanted to fight Jonathan Quick? That was awesome. Oh, we have to ask him about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, and look, it, which it, Blackhawks has a punchable face? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, I have it on good authority that um, outlets have reached out to Corey to employ him to do some media, and he has refused. Yeah, so interesting. Um, I think refuses. He has turned down. Turned it down. Yeah, right. graciously not declined. interested. Right, yeah. right, right. So uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of mood he'll be in, and and if he's, I, you know, seems like a pretty happy go lucky guy, beloved by his teammates, you know, but just kind of. Intense, mm-hmm. and I'm really looking forward to hearing what he has to say about his time here and his time after here when he went to New Jersey for a few weeks and yeah, and then all that went down. But quietly, um, just said nope. And it, you know what? Really, the interesting thing from a hockey standpoint is going to be picking his brain about goalie development. Yeah, and his time in Rockford and in Norfolk for a while, yeah. right? He was in yeah. Norfolk for a while. Yeah, yeah so, that's how long he took. Yeah, yeah. and just. How was that beneficial? Did it hurt him in any way? Yada yada. So Not just there's a lot of development, to pick but just development in general. He's yeah, a guy yeah, that was on the long term uh, plan, and it worked out well for him. So I know, you know, we we've seen it already this season. Every time Arvid Soderblom struggles, call up Kemezo. No, yeah, no, no. Pump the brakes. Not saying we he needs to be on the five year plan that Corey Crawford was on, but he's definitely on a more than one half a season plan. Well, the bridge has been built, I think. So it has been built. There's <laughs> yeah, your well, timeline. It's <laughs> almost as if there's a plan for a certain season to really go for it. Almost. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and and with Crawford, it's uh, it's so funny to think like he. Had a, his NHL debut was in the the if I'm correct remembering correctly was in the 06-07 season. He played like one or two games, but he didn't become a full time NHL player until the 2010-2011 season. Right. So I mean he was and his he was an all rookie his rookie year, but he was like 26. Like it's it's yeah, it's 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 different, especially for goalies. It's different, but with every player, it's it's different depending on where they're at in their career, where the organization's at. So, 
yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to get his take on like having that patience of being like drafted to being a professional to eventually getting to the NHL. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Uh, it's also going to be awesome in January when the Blackhawks and the Blues play in the Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. Yes. Uh, I'm really excited about this. It kind of, I would thought we knew one would be coming soon for the Hawks. I thought yeah. maybe they'd wait till the 100th anniversary season to put them would in the Winter sense, Classic. Yeah. But, hey, they're here. And, uh, of course, everyone around the league is very upset about it. Mad. Uh, crying. Cry upset. me some more tears. Really? Whatever. Uh, there Get should be it. good teams in a Winter Classic. Well, th- that worked out this year, and it was very lowly rated. No one the, cared. The least rated, actually. Yes. Least rated Winter Here's Classic the in the history of the event, which, as Ben Pope uh, pointed out in his report today, Connor Bedard's debut game against the Penguins, which we were in atten- attendance for, outdrew the Winter Classic, I think, almost three times. Yeah, it was a big di- Yeah, a, a lot more people watch that game than the Winter Classic. And yes, granted that, um, you know, uh, the Winter Classic this year, you know, the, the Michigan-Alabama playoff game started while that was on. That has a lot to do with it, too. But whatever. Yeah. This is this one's going to bring in a lot more viewers, and that's the idea. Right. Like, okay, all the people that I saw on social media today crying about it. Not just... Fans, we got beat writers from other teams, beat writers that used to cover this team that are very, very upset that their current team isn't included. I'm sorry that you your team is in an inferior town, doesn't have an historic <laughs> ballpark, and one of the best young players in the league that are is marketable. Yeah. Get all three of those, and maybe you'll get a winner classic. Until then, sit there and watch the Blackhawks again, and as the kids say, deal with it. Yeah. Is it Cope and Seethe? Is that, that the new one? Cope and Seethe. I see that a lot Cope online. Cope and Seethe? Cope and Seethe. Seethe. Is a new thing that the uh, millennials Sarah? Uh, say. Sarah, Cope and Seethe, is that a comeback for the kids? All right. I don't see. know. Well, I've seen it. I've seen Cope it. Cope and Seethe. All right. I don't know. Sarah's too nice. She doesn't, inf- she doesn't infuriate <laughs> she, people. She doesn't online. have the know, according, angry social according media. According to our, our guy, Alexander, in, yeah, uh, yeah. in Portugal, you have a grudge for him. Is this true? Can we get to the bottom of this, Sarah? Do you have a grudge against Alexander in Portugal? He has this Discord theory that... Uh, you and him have a rival. He even sent yeah. a super chat about it one time. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you, you left out his question on a mailbag, and he thinks, he thinks you hate him. All right. Uh, there you go. She's nah. she's she's Uh-oh. denying your existence, Alexander. Wow. Sorry. Plus one the drama continues. Cope and seed, Alexander. Cope and seed. Cope and seed. Yes. Well, he did give us another super chat. Uh, need for, confirmation. Yes, we need confirmation, Greg, Greg that this is Greg uh, on Discord. Yes, it is or me. Is it Sarah in disguise. <laughs> yeah. I had to. Uh, I I got logged out of Discord, and Discord makes it absolutely impossible for you to get your password back if you have the second. Uh, authenticate. So I literally just deleted my old account and started up a new account. So some of the hardcore regulars in Discord don't believe it's me because it's a different <laughs> name. Uh, but it is me. And uh, if you want access to our Discord channel oh. and join in on all the fun, transitioning like a pro, you should become a diehard, just like Keith John, another John, George Bliss, and Jay did today. Welcome to the... Uh, George Bliss? It's about time you became a diehard. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I got it wrong. <laughs> if Jay could do it, anybody could do it. 
but welcome to our new diehards. Uh, our diehards, uh, every day, more and more people are joining. And why? Because they're getting access not only to the Discord channel, where we're doing more stuff in there. You get access to all of our premium content on the website. Yep. Uh, Rebuild Report, Blackhawks Beat, every week. Uh, and then you get a free shirt with signing up. And you get... Or hat, if you want the hat instead, if you're a hat guy or girl, you get one of those. And you get 20% off merch uh, and 20% off tickets to all of our events. So it's worth it. The perks are fantastic. So I did see someone in our chat saying, waiting on the uh, announcement of the CHGO, uh, from Corey here, loyal listener. I don't know. CHGO takeover at the Winter Classic. I mean, I don't know if we're going to be able to grant it. if they're willing to give us a block of tickets for that that's at cost. That's a good idea. Uh, but maybe uh, we can get the we'll get wheels s- in motion on some sort of like pregame party. I've already had conversations with our uh, sales that, staff and saying, hey, we should get, definitely get, a, get this book tomorrow. How about that DraftKings sports book that's attached directly to Wrigley Field? You know. Sounds like a good idea. That they could do, work very they well. They do uh, sponsor this show. Yeah. Um, a couple uh, comments I want to get to. Dan Heinz, uh, White Sox fan, obviously says pick a new location. They already played in <laughs> Wrigley. The idea here, Dan, not and this for those version of Wrigley, like Dan, um, is they're trying to make this a spectacle. They're trying to get people to tune in from it. Mm-hmm. And Wrigley Field, whether you like it or you're a Sox fan, is an historic venue that draws people to it every day, from sp- some from spring to sometimes till fall. People come to Wrigley Field all the time to see Wrigley Field and to see the area around Wrigley Field or to ice skate at Wrigley Field in the offseason. It is a destination. It is a landmark. It is on the par with Fenway Park and Madison Square Garden and all these places. So, yes, of course, they're going to put it there. Does anyone care about bum-ass Soldier Field that's impossible to get to, is uninteresting, and has no history to it? Uh. Does anyone care outside of Chicago about guaranteed rate field? And it's cookie-cutter design. And look, they got great food. I like going to games there. I do. There's no national draw. No one in Denver is going to tune into a game at Guaranteed Rate Field. Yeah. Yeah, the notoriety of Wrigley Field, um, the aesthetics of it is is really nice. Um, And it's been completely revamped since the last time that the Blackhawks were there in 2009 with not only the stadium, but also the area around it with with Wrigleyville and everything. It's 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 completely different. It's it's probably a little bit more. Um, it's probably easier to to host events in that in that area now uh, yeah. that the NHL is, is is trying to do. You can have a fan fest in the Wrigleyville area with uh, Gallagher Way is there, um, all the new restaurants and stuff. Like it's it's different. So I I get it. I get why they're why they're doing it there. Um, had a discussion with uh, Vinny Duber today for CHGO Sports Tavern style that you can check out. Um, maybe they could have waited until a new stadium was built, either for, if it were for the Sox or the Bears. But I think well, Connor McGuire might be retired by then. Right. Well, that's 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 true. But I think as as we said, like this is the NHL trying to make money. And, and strike as quickly as possible with this event specifically to turn it around from last year's event to being like, we need we need as many eyes as possible. We're going to get the, the next face of the league uh, in the event as quickly as possible. And you're going to go to a market that you know is going to attract people. 
Um, so you're going, so you're going with, uh, you're going with Chicago and, and the, the people that are complaining that this is another outdoor game, another winter classic for the Blackhawks. Look, the NH- the NHL is trying to, trying to make money off of this, this marquee event. So it's either Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks get a winter classic, or you start seeing ads on the pants, which would, which would you prefer, you know? Both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and here's something you got to remember. People are like, oh, Wrigley Field again. When this when they dropped the puck on this game, it's gonna be sixteen years yeah. since that game. Right, right. Sixteen years. They're gonna be a large percentage of people in the fan in in the stands that day that weren't even alive weren't when that born. game was played. Right, That's true. But they're gonna be there in their sweet Connor Bedard Winter Classic jersey that they got for Christmas. They're gonna make a billion dollars on those jerseys. It doesn't even matter what it looks like. The I, I'm skeptical and, and nervous about fanatics part portion of it, but I feel like Ber- it's Bernard Jersey. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want a Bernard Jersey, um, but I really hope that it is a good. As long as it's a good design, which I think it's hard to do with the Blackhawks to have a bad design, right? Um, Unless you use that bird. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But, um, yeah, as long as it's a good design, I, I we think it's, it's it. going to sell very well. Yeah, that's true. We tried to do that once, yeah. not so much. My asymmetrical skyline. I would like to, uh, I'm going <laughs> to make my official, even though it's not officially official, this is even happening, we know it is, but they have not made it uh, press release <laughs> official yet. Yeah. To the Blackhawks press listening, this is my campaign. Make the Winter Classic jersey Red. They haven't had one yet. The Hawks have worn red jerseys throughout their entire existence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be stripy. Make a classic-looking red jersey. It will pop on the ice. It'll sell like hotcakes and will not look like any of the things you've done before. They've sure. either been white or black for the Winter Classic. Have the Blackhawks wear red, and the Blues can wear blue. Awesome. I'm yeah, down. Why yeah. does somebody have go, to even wear white? Go for That's true. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool for that. Um, my only thing about this that I'm not like super thrilled about, even though I don't care, it's going to be great. We're going to be able to like cover the winter classic as part of the the press. It's going to be awesome. That whole week should be amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing if they maybe do some sort of other, like an an alumni game or maybe they get, maybe they get the AHL involved and they can do like ice hogs versus Milwaukee the day after. I'd say Wolves, but the NHL hit, hates the Wolves now, so they're, they're probably <laughs> well, not. Well, who's the Blues affiliate? Well, Springfield, so Springfield. I don't know if they want to do that. But, you know, you could, or you could do a college, little college. You could get Wisconsin get, and get Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah, get Notre Dame and, to play down here, yeah. And Michigan and Minnesota, they did that at Soldier Field. Why not do that again at Wrigley Field, like the day after the Winter Classic? Hell yeah. Uh, so many things you could do. I just wish they so picked another activities. <laughs> I just wish they picked another team but the stupid Blues. Yeah. We've seen the Blues and the Blackhawks play in a Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. The Blues are freaking boring. There's nobody exciting on the Blues. The, the rivalry, yeah, it's a rivalry, but you don't need a rivalry to sell Connor Bedard Winter Classic tickets in right, Chicago. Right. Yeah. I would have liked a better team. Connor Bedard versus Connor McDavid would have been amazing. Been, yeah, that'd be really fun. Uh, or you could have done something with. You could have done, as we were saying before the show, you could have done the Blue Jackets. You could have done the Blue Jackets. You could have done Adam Bedard Fantilli. versus Fantilli yeah. and given them, you know, an outdoor game. And and they've got some exciting young players. You could have brought the Ducks in. Leo yeah. Carlson versus number one versus number two from one of the best draft classes ever. Mm-hmm. 
put him showcase it. Showcase some of your if other. Crosby is talent. still on the Penguins. You could have done the Penguins. Oh, that would, that would have driven people crazy. The Penguins <laughs> and the. Uh, but no, as long as as, as least it's not Blackhawks Bruins. Get the Devils and have <laughs> Bedard versus the Hughes brothers. That'd be great. Like, that'd sure. be f- like there are so there are so many options where like the Blues just seems. Bleh. I will not stand for this Robert Thomas. Uh, you're gonna, slander you're gonna here. Push me about it. You gonna yeah. push me around? I'll, oh. I'll fight you till three a.m. about that one. Um, but like, yeah. and again, you don't need you don't need a, a road fan base to come in here and help sell out the tickets. Oh. I like, think they're trying to do the Cubs Cardinals thing, which I get it. But like, okay, that's, that's like, that's oh a, yeah, that's cute. A baseball thing. And now move on. Yeah, right. It's a like, baseball. Yeah. Thing. Corey in the in the chat was saying they Auburn? should they might do a uh, <laughs> no, uh, they should do a Cubs. Cardinals, or they could do a Cubs Cardinals influenced jersey, but that would be confusing because the Cardinals are white and red, and yeah. the Cubs are white and blue. That'd be backwards. Just give me a classic old red jersey. It doesn't. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just as someone in the chat said, like make it red and make the white cream. Cool. Like yeah. the like the cream on a winter that. classic jersey here, mm-hmm. or just give it the older. I call it the, like the old haggard. Warrior yeah. head, or it looks sleepy and tired. Smaller, a little more cartoony. Yeah, and you put the tomahawks down here on the stripes. There you or go. Or do a winter classic jersey where the cre- the the main logo is the tomahawks. Yeah, you could do that. They haven't done anything like that yet. No. To make that the primary logo and see how people react to, react it. to it. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be cool to have that as the big the big logo. Sure. Yeah, look, whatever they do, we're gonna buy it. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah <laughs> most sure. likely. Unless it's gonna, they completely it's sell. drop the ball, but I don't, I don't see that. Even happening. the one, even the reverse retros from last year that we saw, were like, really, this is it? When you saw them on the ice, they actually looked pretty good. In my nose, they yeah. weren't, they weren't as bad as we thought. So yeah, that's true. It's kind of this is kind of a hard color scheme and logo set to screw up. But yeah. if anyone can do it, it's Fanatics. <laughs> Anything with red and black is hard yeah, to look well, bad. Like, okay, we got to remember, though, Fanatics isn't going to be the people designing the jerseys. They're just the ones that are making well, yeah, it. Well, yeah, they'll have say. They'll have say uh, on the designs. Yeah, for something like Adidas, this. Adidas had say in the designing of, for the of things. Reverse, yeah, they'll have a say, like, as in, like, well, this is going to be a real big pain in the ass to make these. But for something like the Winter Classic, I don't see them having a ton of input. It's going to be It'll the be NHL. Collab- I'm, it's collaborative. The NHL is going to yeah. be like, this is what we want. Make it happen. Yeah. Well, we kind of, when we talked to Jamie Faulkner and uh, Danny Wirtz a while back and it was recorded, um, there was uh, some comments about like the collaboration with the reverse retros. Yeah. And they'll come to them with a little bit of, hey, what do you think of these? And the Hawks can say no. Or like, this is more on, in line with what we're thinking. So then Hawks don't have full autonomy. Adidas didn't have full autonomy. And I'm sure it will be a very similar plan when it comes to Fanatics and right. the NHL. And hope, hope, I'm, I would think for the Winter Classic, which is not a like um, brand-wide initiative like the reverse retros were for Adidas, that the Blackhawks would have more say. But I'm sure Fanatics will also be like, here's what we can and can't do kind of thing. Right. They, like, yeah, the Blackhawks are the league and come them with design them. They can be like... No, we can't make that happen. Right, yeah. And then, but this is, yeah. But I don't think they're going to be the ones sitting there going, all right, we designed your jersey for you. I, I don't, I'm pretty sure the team in the league will come to them first well, and if, let them. If I remember our conversation, which was recorded correctly. I don't know, it's um, been so long ago and there's no record of it ever happening. I think Jamie kind of said, and, and forgive me if I'm if I'm misquoting her, but I think she kind of said like, 
they came to them with the reverse retros and was like, these are our designs. Pick one kind of thing. Yeah, it was like, so, pick one of these three or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like I said, I think with the Winter Classic, <laughs> they'll have more say on what they want to do. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see... Uh, what they uh, what they end up producing and and I'm sure the the Bedard and Celebrini versions will sell like that. The other thing too, and you know, I don't I don't want to pick on Sox fans like, but they might not realize that Wrigley Field in the last 16 years, the whole area around there is yeah, totally oh yeah. different. Place. Yeah, you've got the big screens in the outfields now. Like yeah, that's so that they won't have to put their own up there like they did last time. That blocked me on my rooftop. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a great view, and then right before faceoff, they're like. Like what? No, I can't see anything. <laughs> but you have the whole area around. You know, you have Gallagher, yep, Gallagher Way. Way. You have all those new venues around that will be hosting all kinds of things. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they get you know that whole area shut down, the streets closed, and you can do yeah. some fun stuff out there. You know, TNT. Uh, you know, they're going to be broadcasted. They'll have their set out there. They'll be in Gallagher Way, yeah. Is it on TNT? Yeah. I'm sure. Well, it was this. It I was the last said two in the story yeah. was TNT. Okay. Yeah. I think TNT has the rights to that. So, um, oh, it doesn't flip flop? No, no. Okay. Just, I think the only thing that flip flops, I believe, is the Cup Stanley final. Cup final. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so they'll they'll be out there where you could see the marquee in the background and you just yeah. be able to do so many more things than you could right. uh, 16 years ago. And the ballpark is better equipped for bigger crowds right there's mm-hmm. more bathrooms the, the the concourse is wider now mm-hmm. you have access to the outfield from the main park which you didn't have at that point like they have all that space under the bleachers now that they could you you know put more that maybe they put you know porta potties down there to get right. even more mm-hmm. um so the yeah more bathrooms the better yeah, exactly <laughs> especially uh, i went to the first one in 09 and we were up in the upper deck and there was like, you know, back then there was like two washrooms up there. And right. in between periods, going to the men's room when it's 80% men in the crowd. Like, I missed like the first four minutes of the second period because I was waiting to go to the bathroom. So um, there could be a lot of improvements to the whole experience. It'll be a much better experience. I'll say sure. this as a Sox fan. Yeah. I love the Wrigley community way better. Everything around there, the surrounding, everything is better. But if there is one knock that I'll say on Wrigley... There's nowhere to park. Like, I'm coming from the suburbs. I don't want to take the train. Yeah, I get that. I'll take I, the train. Park. It's, the one it's just going to cost though. you $150. Bucks. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and with, with all that said, I, I still think Wrigley would be a much better site. But yeah, still, I mean, I really wish I could park my car. I have somewhere. to say, though, and this is a different show for a, a different conversation for a different show. Um, every time I've gone to a Sox game, the parking has been more of a problem than it should be. They don't have good control over it. Like, it's like one line. Or like yeah. ninety lines in the one place, it takes forever to and get in there. And it seems to like the parking policy varies from game to game. Yeah. The like one weird. Sox game I've been to was not bad to park, but that's just my one experience. Yeah, I mean they they do have massive lots. That they is do. an advantage yeah. for sure. Their yeah. their management of said lots is not great. Massive lots, but they exist. Well, I mean they don't even let you into the lower level, so why would they let you into the right parking right. lot? So uh, anyway, that's again another conversation. But I yeah, just get your spot hero today. Yeah, reserve yeah. it now. <laughs> reserve your spot yeah. here now before they jack up the price. Yeah, right, before dollars. people realize, yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm going to take the purple line to the red line and yeah. be there in 20 minutes. That's nice. I, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, before we take a break, uh, Jason Dickinson met the media today, and he uh, shared his thoughts on uh, the news and shared his experience because he got to play in the Winter Classic 
in Dallas against Nashville. So he's earned, I'm sorry, in Nashville against Dallas. No, in, no, it, in right. Dallas. Oh, it's in Dallas. Against right. Nashville, yeah. Yes, that's right. Corey Perry so, also played in that game for well, three minutes. for a minute. And then he jacked someone in the nuts and got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Again? So here's Jason Dickinson talking about uh, the Winter Classic and his experience in those games. I hadn't heard anything about it until this morning. Um, but that's unbelievable. I got to play in the one in Dallas against Nashville, and uh, it... There's nothing quite like it. Um, you feel like a kid again playing hockey. Um, the, I think in Dallas it was like a hundred thousand people were there, so you know it's just a whole different feel. You know, it's it, it's unbelievable. I can't really describe it to the guys and uh, the opportunity that's there, um, but. Uh, if it is true, and I, my, I believe my sources are pretty credible, <laughs> um, it, it will be very special and uh, Wrigley, obviously, a very storied stadium. Um, but what an incredible place to do it at. Is there anything you have to do differently in the outside in terms of hockey, like just, just handling the puck and like the ice conditions and everything? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I'll actually say in the Dallas one against Nashville, the day before practice, the ice was garbage. It was horrible, and all of us were worried. We were like, this is going to be a very simple game. You're just going to chip and chase. You're not going to be able to make many plays because the puck's just not going to come with you. That next day, the ice was crisp. It was perfect. There was nothing to complain about. So if it, you didn't have to make adjustments. You could play it as if you would any other game. The, the problem is, is when it gets really sunny and humid, the ice gets sticky and it doesn't uh, slide the same. So you do have to be a little bit more cautious at times. But uh, you know, we've got some some great ice makers in the league that take uh, great pride in what they do and they try to give us the best uh, product out there. Jason Dickinson, uh, he was excited. You could tell. I know someone went and asked Zach Sanford about it. And he seemed excited, but <laughs> might not be here for it. I have Tex Sanford still playing on the Blackhawks, but not. I'm going to be shocked. <laughs> that's some, that, that we, after we take our little break here, that's something I kind of want to address uh, of the people concerned about the roster of the Blackhawks that will potentially be on the ice for that game. I like that conversation. And before we take a break, hey, are you excited about the Winter Classic? Yes. Are you excited about Corey Crawford? If yes. so, let us know by smashing that like button for us. Because we've got a lot of people watching and very few of you. Obliterate it. I'm shaving yes. the carrot here. I'm shaving the carrot. S hit that like button for us. It's very, very helpful. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into that conversation. But just like designing Winter Classic uniforms, you want some help when designing your new kitchen, your new bathroom, yes. your new uh, living room. And the floors are a big part of that. With Empire Today, they can help you do that with their shop at home convenience. And, of course, they've got the right products for your needs. With quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee, Empire keeps shopping for floors with a simple curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need and not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is just as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples every year to find the perfect styles for you. Shopping for floors at a big box store, that's frustrating. The guy today working in plumbing was in flooring yesterday. There's no experts anymore. Well, Empire, they are the experts. Flooring is all they do at Empire today. And if you're not really sure, you're seeing some samples, but you want to know how it looks in your space, use their virtual floor designer. That's a good way to see how your new floors are going to look in any space. You just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All CHGO listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. 
And hey, with all that money you're going to be saving on your new floors, why not put it in your DraftKings account? Hell yeah. And uh, cash in big on this weekend's big action in the NFL. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to bet. No. But if you were to go into DraftKings right now and look at some of these quick same-game parlays, they have some really fun ones here uh, already pre-built for you. You just kind of scroll through, pick which ones look fun. This one, to me, uh, I think not only has a good chance of uh, happening, but also has pretty decent odds on it, too. Uh, This one is called In the Zone, And it is put together because these players scored in the conference championship games. So you're betting on them to score again in the Super Bowl. And it is a four-leg same game parlay that pays out at plus 1,000. It is anytime anytime touchdowns from Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, Brandon Ayuk, and Isaiah Pacheco. I think all those players have a good chance at scoring a touchdown on Sunday. Uh, So that looks like a fun one. That's where I'm going to be putting my money on DraftKings, and uh, you can too if you want, but that's not my advice. So be (laughs) sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code CHGO. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on the DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 58 with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Deep breath. Oh, wait, we need wait, the timer I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Oh, okay, good. Steven with an all-time got- worst record <clears throat> of getting the timer ready. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just got right. some really big news from my friends, and I was distracted. What's the big one news? Of my the, oh, is this is more day. important. Oh, yeah. Eric's pregnant. Congratulations. Yay. He's going to be a soccer player. Nice. All right. Ready? We're ready to go. No, I got to go live mode, I guess, on this. That, that's what the issue's been this whole time. What's right. happening? I'm not at 10 seconds. Okay. All I'm right. ready when you are. <clears throat> <laughs> keep it rolling. Oh, keep going. Same fucking thing happened yes. last time. I will never lose. Grambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Say say a name. (laughs) Say a word, Mario. Gambling. Uh, gambling. I just missed it. That's a horse. Gambling. It, to use a horse racing term, you <coughs> stumbled out of the gate there. Sure did. Sure and did. now you're in a glue factory. <laughs> sure am. Yep. Hey, uh, the Blackhawks, they currently have an AHL roster. When they play this winter classic, barring injury, knocking on all the wood, it's not going to be a horrible roster. Like we talked about all this offseason coming into the year, Looking at the roster at at full health coming into this year, we thought it would be still bad, still mm-hmm. in the lottery, but better than last year, at least 10 points better in the, in the standings than last year. But injuries obviously have decimated this team. Taylor Hall 
essentially missed the entire year. Yes. Andreas Thanasiu is, uh, we don't know if he's for sure going to play again this season. He He's going to miss almost 90% of the year. Nick Felino's had time out. Seth Jones has had time out. Connor Murphy has had time out. Connor Bedard has had time out. All of these guys that are going to be around next year have missed significant time this year. And that's why you have a roster that has had to, you know, acquire a guy like Rem Pitlick. No offense to him, but he's he's a 4A player. They had to go and get Zach Sanford off of waivers. Like, that is why this roster looks so bad. So when you look at the Winter Classic next year, you're not going to have these guys that are currently on this roster, hopefully, that are going to be playing that game. You're going to have, hopefully, Taylor Hall, Andres Danisiu back. You're going to have Jason Dickinson and Nick Foligno and Seth Jones and Connor Murphy and Alex Vlasic and Connor Bedard and Kevin Korchinski and maybe Macklin Celebrini and maybe Colton Dock and maybe Frank Nazar. Like, it's going to be fine. Steve yeah. It's maybe Steven Stamkos. You're going to have Peter Morazic uh, <laughs> around. Kinsel. Like, the, the roster is going to be fine. It is not going to be Connor Bedard and his merry men of bums. Like, it's not going right. to be what people are are trying to portray what the roster is going to look like for that game. Sure. Is it a playoff contender? No. But you're going to have enough guys on that team, in theory, that you're going to say calling in an AHL roster would be an over overreach. Yeah, you're going to have Connor Bedard, who is another year into his progression. You're going to have Kevin Korchinski and Alex Vlasic another year into their... Like, at this point, that's, but if the, things keep going the way they are, Alex Vlasic is going to be like... Getting ready to make his first All Star game appearance yeah. at the Winter Classic <laughs> yeah. next year. Really? Well, like, no All Star game next year. Uh, true. I'll be whatever. He'll he'll be, he'll play for Team USA at the Four Nations Face. Why not? <laughs> you know, uh, but he he's going to be getting the recognition uh, that he's going to be earning by that point. Maybe Frank Nazar is on the team by that point. Yeah. I would think probably. Uh, who and who knows what kind of off season yeah. acquisitions or trades? But you're going to have these young guys that, and, and you got to remember when the Hawks had. The Winter Classic here the first time, they hadn't done anything. Right. They hadn't even made the playoffs yet. They had the exciting young group. Right. They were, yeah. So it's kind of almost, not quite, it's still like a year or two before that point, but yeah. it's kind of the same feel. A team that's on the rise, but like, you know, the the, the Blackhawks, you know, they that was the year they returned to the playoffs mm-hmm. and made it to the Western Conference Final against mm-hmm. Detroit. Yeah. Like so, they hadn't. It wasn't like it was. Uh, they were a Stanley Cup contender at that point. The league recognized, okay, this team is on the way up. We've got this historic venue. Let's make this happen. Let's make Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane as young guys the the faces of right. everything against uh, at the time a very legendary Red Wings team. That Red Wings team was what that Blackhawks team was going to become in, yeah. in a few years, and that's why you know. Um, that's it's almost mirroring the situations, right? Where not quite. I mean, the the Blackhawks probably two three two years from now would be at that same point that team was, yeah. but it's it's kind of the same. Uh, it has the same feel to it. An up and rising team in a historic venue in a marquee game. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, they're in Like Mario said, they're definitely gonna be more exciting. And I know, like Kyle Davidson has sort of shot down the. The idea of going and getting a massive free agent—it doesn't mean he's not adding 
anything. Yeah, he's, he's not, not getting a long term. He's not. Right. He's not going to go out and and sign someone to an eight, seven, eight year deal. No. And by the way, guess what? You know what helps make Chicago more attractive than it already was? The Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. Sure. If there's a veteran looking for another deal, like one or two year deal, fun saying, thing to do. And he's on the fence about Chicago versus Team X. Like, oh, that Winter Classic though, that's gonna be pretty cool. I'd like mm-hmm. to do that. That's gonna help them bring players in. So, um. Look, and maybe that's the sort of thing where if Frank Nazar is on the fence about going back to Michigan for a year or coming to Chicago, Winter Classic. Don't want to miss that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll come pro. Payday, too. But, yeah. Yeah, the money, too. The money's helpful, too. 975000 yeah. helps playing with Connor Bedari, but that could put it over the yeah, top. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, is, it, it is an extra little nugget of, of a recruiting tool for a, a free agent to be like, oh, being involved in that would be really cool. Um yeah, I just yeah, I, I think there's there's all there's more to be said for the potential roster that will play in this game than people are giving it credit for. And again, it is shit on the Blackhawks season, but yep. that time is winding down. So get all your yucks in now, get all your 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 aggravations out. Yeah. But this this yeah. team is is still a money maker for the league, and in the next couple of years, it's going to be back to you know this team is going to be a marquee team for the league. And let's remember too, the result of the winter classic. That's not really what you remember. You remember the experience. Yeah. It's a regular season game. Win or lose. It's still two. If points. it's a great game, that's sure. Extra. But the Hawks blew a three, one lead in 2009. They sure. lost that game six to four. Yeah. You know what I remember the most about that game is, is Ben eager, putting Dan Cleary in the bench. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> that's the, there's two things I remember about that game. Cause I was like, okay, I want to buy a new Jersey. I want to get somebody on this team, but, I, uh, you know, I don't know who to get. And I said that day, whoever scores the first goal at the Winter Classic, that's whose jersey I'm getting. And that's when I got my Christopher Stieg jersey. Nice. There you go. So that's when my love affair, my bromance with Christopher Stieg began on that Quite day. Quite a game for Ben Eager, too, by the way. Yeah, he scored he a goal in that one. Yeah. Goals from Versteeg, Havlat, Eager, and Keith for the Hawks. And it was Michael Samuelson, Yuri Hoodler with two, Dotsuk, Rafalski and Brett Lebda. I like looking back at old names. Brett Chicago Lebda. native Brett Lebda. Yeah. Yeah. And Marion I mean, Hosa played in that game as a Red Wing. As a Red Wing. Uh, uh, yeah. As Chris Chelios. Yep. One shift? That year. Two shifts? Something like that. Did he yeah. have more beers than shifts? Yes. I think so. Yeah. As the story <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah. You could probably say that about a lot of his games. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true. That's probably true. Um, no, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And look, like, as Hawks fans... It's okay to be the villains. The, the Hawks fans were villains yes. during the dynasty, and now Embrace look, it. people are going to be and and rightfully so, calling out what happened with Brad Aldrich, and they're going to be calling it out forever. But at some point, the, the organization, the, the, the people to move doing on. that are not are not they doing it no, for the for the benefit advocates. of no. They're not. Look, they're just doing it to be mad, and you know what? To to keep bringing up somebody's name who was involved in a situation like that just because you don't like the team. It's garbage. Yeah. And and listen, if you're one of these people out there that are like, oh, my God, the league is shoving Conor Bedard down our throats, it's going to be a long 15 years from you. Yeah. It's going to be a very long – because this is yeah. only the tip of the iceberg. Right. Well, if you need Conor Bedard shoved down your throat, you're not a fan. You should be excited to watch right. the best yeah. players play. I'm not, I don't turn on TNT or ESPN and be like, oh, God, Conor McDavid again? Yeah. I'm like – Oh. Yeah, Connor McDavid. Like, Let's go. I'm What's so gonna sick do of seeing Nathan McKinnon. Like, well, yeah, come no. on. If yeah. yeah. So if 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 the Blackhawk haters is going to be a long 
decade plus for you coming up here real soon. Yeah. And uh, bring it on because I love the tears. They taste so salty and delicious. <laughs> I make my coffee with them every morning. Just, I, I, I love that you're mad. Keep being mad. That just, yeah. it just puts a smile on my face. Yep. Cope and seethe. Cope and, cope and cope seethe. And I've, as yeah. I've heard. Yep. Make that a t-shirt too. All right. Uh, there put is hockey on, coming up tomorrow night. some toilet paper. Believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> And we're excited about it. I'm excited to be back at the UC uh, tomorrow night covering an actual game. It feels I know. Like it's it's weird to be excited. That ages. Even if I'm even so if excited. it is the Minnesota Wild in town, it's weird to feel excited. Like, God, I can't wait to watch the Wild. By the play. way, the Wild on the cover of this month's hockey news. Cool. I'm sure those are flying Speaking of toilet off the, paper. I'm sure those are flying <laughs> off the shelf of the one place you can actually buy those. Uh, so when we come back, we're going to hear from uh, Luke Richardson, <laughs> yeah. who dis- uh, discussed a number of things, including Tyler Johnson's return. But first, we want to let you know, because you may have forgotten since the show started, that it is getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. And that's <laughs> something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yes, this is something I'm so passionate about. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have just one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Well, why don't you let business owners like Charlie the Bacon Guy and the Hockey Barn and all those great people know what they should do? Okay, business owners like Charlie the Bacon Guy and the Hockey Barn and all those other people, go to comed.com slash clean clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business... Don't wait. Well, you could wait till after this show and then start making your plan to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. That's comed.com slash clean. Yes, that's comed.com slash clean. Yes, go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come so everybody can enjoy the Blackhawks in an outdoor game until the year 2150. Every year. 2150? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Let's keep going. Connor Bedard the ninth is in another <laughs> outdoor game. <laughs> I want to see a Futurama episode where they're sitting there watching the Blackhawks <laughs> yeah. in another outdoor game. Futurama. There you go. <laughs> On the moon. <laughs> That's great. Uh, by the way, we saw uh, Bedard today at practice. Uh, Luke didn't really talk about him today, did he? I don't think so. No, because he talked about him yesterday. Yeah, he was uh, participating in the, like, Break, breakaway drills like the two on oh, two on one drills the where there was no contact. Yeah. yeah. And then, if you don't know, the Hawks change ranks. And you, Mario, me, and uh, Charlie Reliotis were kind of deked by the Hawks. It looked like they were going back to the other rink, like a second switch. Yeah. So we go in there, and it's Bedard is out there taking shots, and the coaches are passing them. Uh, Brian Keene was out there. I think it was Chris Kunis was out there too, feeding him passes, and he's just blasting slap shots and wrist shots. Yep. Then uh, Mackenzie Entwistle skates across the ice and bumps into Bedard on purpose. Mm-hmm. And then That's Nick Foligno grabs Bedard from behind in a bear hug and slams him, not slams, but pushes him into the boards playfully. I think Connor's doing okay. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I stand by yeah. my prediction that he will he will be back before the six-week mark. I yeah, I mean. I believe that. I, I, you watch him uh, the last two days, and he looks pretty much fully functional is just not cleared for contact yet. So I think at, at any point uh, in the next like two weeks, I think it'd be easy to say, yeah, he's going to be back as a full participant. 
and that would be just about the six week or a little bit before marker. But I mean, you know, he's pestering the doctors to be like, can I get out there, please? I want to take this green Jersey off and put yeah. on a normal Jersey and get out there and play and, and get back to what he loves doing. So he was on the ice for two hours today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. he, he wants to be out there. He stayed out late. He was the last guy out, first guy out, last guy in, and we were all kind of hanging out in the locker room like, hey, maybe Connor will talk to us today. <laughs> and he comes walking in, and that's when they're like, okay, we'll bring Luke to the fresh yeah. Everybody out. It was <laughs> funny. They, we, oh, we were all hanging test. around, and, uh, and they walked around, and they were like, uh, who are you guys? Are you guys waiting on anyone else? And we were just like, yeah, yes. I'll give you one guess. <laughs> yes, we are. And then as the... soon as he walked in the room, okay, we're going to get Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody out. It was, um, it was wonderful timing. Yeah. So uh, the, the six-week mark would be February 19th. Now, the one road game of the year against Carolina. I think he's back before that, though. There's three home games the week before. Yeah. Maybe as early as the 13th against Vancouver. Yeah. Um, Right. His future team, yes, yes uh, future team. NHL fans, oh. sure. Can't wait to go there. So yeah, I, it, it, I, if he is not in the lineup, uh, as Charlie says, as long as he's back for the Red Wings game, there, there's no doubt in my mind. He's, oh yeah, he'll be in yeah. for our takeover night, the Chelios night. He'll be there. He'll yeah. be playing in that game. Uh, and um, you know, I, the sooner the better. Yeah, because it's just such a different team when he's out there. And it's such a different energy. Like, when he comes back, his first game back, that building is going to be buzzed. It's going to be electric. You're going to get that. Every time he touches the puck, you're going to hear that, like, rise. And people are just going to get excited. We haven't had that in that building for a month. And it's just like. Well, that Ron Pitlick game. <laughs> there, sure. well, well, he played in one. Yeah, he played, yeah. In one. He played in a couple. He had a, he had a jersey and everything. As uh, as AJ uh, says in the in the chat here, says I pity the goalie for Bedard's first game back because he's going to be letting out a lot of pent up energy. That is true. I mean, think about how much hockey. This is the most hockey he's missed in his in his career. You know, even through through juniors and everything. So he's gonna want to come back and just do everything he can to like get back in the flow of things and just continue to light it up. And um, yeah, I, I, I would imagine he's back before the road game. Yeah. I think we're also going to, maybe we've seen the last of polite counter Bedard, the teammate. Oh, let me get a puck over to you. He is going to be. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I I haven't, I haven't been able to to take real shots yet. I'm going to rip as many as I can. I wanted to score 35 this year. I only have a few games left to do it. Get out of my way. Yeah, he was taking real shots today. That's for sure. Yeah. He was, he was ripping them, and he he looks ready. I mean, of course, you know, the jaw is different from taking the shots, but he was not holding back at all. Yeah, which is good. So it's a good sign. It's knock on wood that he's he's more, back sooner than later. The more he can clench his jaw, the more uh, his bones are fused together. That's what that means. That's right. All right, That's why don't we hear from uh, Blackhawks head coach Luke Richardson, who met the media after practice today. Talked about uh, Tyler Johnson coming back. Talked about the Winter Classic and a whole bunch more. Do we have, do we have Phil's question in there? And Phil Thompson uh, nearly dies mid-interview, so that's a lot of fun. So give that a listen. Tyler, good uh, to go then? For yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah, he looks great and feels great, so it's exciting for him, and we're excited to have him back. And Dickinson, good to go? He is... Uh, He's uh, just maintenance day yesterday. It was just uh, something lingering, but he 
felt great, he said, uh, in the gym yesterday and then on the ice today, so that was good. And then also I just wanted to uh, mention uh, Megan Hunter, um, uh, she lost her brother, Logan, so we just wanted to send her condolences to her and her family, and uh, uh, she's away with them uh, right now, so uh, we're, you know, here for support for her, and uh, unfortunately it's been a tough year in that department. So just with the second half altogether, I mean, obviously with the home game, she'd like you build a little momentum. What, what do you want to see in the second half? Um, yeah, we have, uh, we have a, a, an opportunity here with Five games, and then a, you know one little break in between, and then another five games. It's a it's a big homestand. We played uh, you know much better at home, obviously this year than the road, and uh, we got to take care of that. And I think uh, you know playing uh, the same hard hard nosed way that we've been playing with uh, some good forechecking and uh, attacking, but uh, we have to bear down. We're kind of trying to be on the players with with some fun uh, you know offensive uh, you know drills that uh, and even the defensive drills we're doing we're, so, we're still mentioning and telling to, to look for openings offensively to work on and then obviously you know trying to get the power play uh, again we're going to shift the units around just a bit with Tyler coming back but uh, working on that but at least we're going to have lots of practice time in this homestand to try and stay up on all these things so uh, if we can start games well like we have been and and get a little bit more scoring punch uh, I think we'll do fine and, and try and create some momentum out of this homestand. Do you guys think like Kershaw and Ramish seem to be two or more offensively talented forwards? Like, they seem to have been stretches and stuff, but the pucks don't want, haven't gone in for them this year, really. What, what are you seeing for them? Like, what, where's the lag of finish? Yeah, um, I don't know like uh, you know, what they can do to create more looks. I think they've had some, both of them had some really good looks uh, on the last road trip, even if think back just most recently uh, you know the Rads put a couple off the post and uh, Kershey maybe just getting you know saves at, at the wrong time or, or a stick on his shots or it just doesn't go in uh, but you know I mean uh, I think we just try and encourage them to stay positive and, and know that if they know that we believe in them uh, I think that hopefully they find more self-belief and uh, a little bit sometimes just making sure we hit the net. I know sometimes we're trying to pick that little corner. Uh, I was just talking to Boris today. And, you know, he's had some opportunities on some breakaways and stuff, uh, but to stay positive and uh, upbeat and uh, maybe just uh, take that one extra half half step uh, forward and shooting it off that front foot. I think I mentioned that either yesterday or the day before, but, um, you know, getting the puck in between the pikes, making sure we're hitting that net, make the goalie make a save. And, and you know, we've had a couple of tough ones where it has beaten the goalie and uh, hit the pipe or hit the knob of their stick a couple of times in the last road trip and it just doesn't go in. But uh, you, you have to be more determined. You can't be discouraged. Uh, is there with Johnson, uh, with Johnson uh, do you know where he's going to slot in? Are you going to be conservative with how you use him until he's like, ramped up? Yeah, unless something changes between now and tomorrow, uh, I think you'll go with... Uh, uh, and, and whistle and and uh, Reichel uh, on the right wing and and he's a versatile guy. He can go anywhere and you know if we need to change things up and spark something, he can play a little bit of center. Uh, and I know he's played with uh, Kershey and, and Radish and that's an opportunity maybe to if we have to move things around uh, to put him there. And if he feels good and he's creating offense, well maybe then he'll have to go somewhere where we we need to add a little bit more offense and. I think on the power play uh, as well. I think he's going to fit in there 
on the power play well. I thought they zipped it around pretty good today, and he seemed so excited to be back. That Sometimes that excitement spreads around, and the guys are happy to have him back. He's a good, smart, heads-up player that makes great plays, and he plays hard. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he goes to those hard areas and scores a lot of goals there. So, um, you know, just see, seeing what's, what's, uh, when we need him, where we need him, and uh, use him as much as he's able to handle, uh, you know, coming back, being off sometime. With the last, he's come along so much quicker than probably you expected. Is there a logical next step for someone you'd like to see him continue to progress? Uh, with for him or yeah, for someone? Else? For him. Yeah, him. I think just he, he's just going to get better and, and more solid and uh, getting accustomed to being. He's still probably making his rounds the league in the league on playing guys the first time or second time and making that adjustment. So, um, you know, he sees all the the big players in the big minutes. So. Uh, he, I think he's handled it really well. I find he's starting to have a little more personality come out in himself on the bench and on the ice. Even in the uh, drills this morning, hearing, hearing him yelling across to Seth for the puck, and Seth doesn't even have to look, then it's already he's already off his stick onto his stick in the in the ozone. So uh, I liked him even in the power play practice, shooting the puck more. You know, if people are going to focus on Seth, then and uh, as a shooter because he's a little more well-known on a power play then that opens up his lane to shoot pucks and we just have to have guys at the net so I think his confidence of taking charge and his personality is going to grow and I think that's probably the next step kind of got into it but how else do you feel like he complements Seth's game? Yeah good I think they just have to watch they both they're such fluent skaters uh, long guys with long strides that uh, you know a couple times in clips you see both of them going up the ice and we have to be like okay uh, one defenseman at a time and uh, unless it's the last minute of the game and we need a goal uh, so things like that they just have to like play off each other on and when one guy goes you're a little bit uh, verbal to the forwards to make sure that they see it and they know and they someone's going to cover up in that position so I think that as much as they can use each other uh, getting out of the D zone and uh, even in the offensive zone, talking to each other and using each other, I think they have to also play off each other when one is going to maybe take charge and go on the offense. Uh, if we've intercepted a puck or um, the weak side D joins, then we can't we can't make sure that we lose both D and uh, on the offensive rush. If we don't score and they come back the other way, we're, we'll be in trouble. So that's where they have to just make sure they play smart. Uh, they're also on the ice, usually against the top lines of the other team, so they have to realize that that they can't put ourselves in danger defensively by trying to push the offense. So I think they both want to try and do so well and add to the offense and help our team score, um, you know, when we're struggling scoring goals. But I think we can't, we got to just make sure we know the time of the game, who's on the ice, and they've been out there for a minute, uh, 10. We can't have 2D stuck in the, uh, deep in the ozone with, let's say, McDavid's line or uh, McKinnon's line on the ice. That's a long way to come back. Uh, with those guys on the ice. Just wondering, um, <clears throat> relate to the winter class, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, how wine or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get wine or extra. Maybe just some water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll start with that. Um, uh, how often have you been to Wrigley Field and do you have any outdoor game memories? Uh, no, my last outdoor game memory was playing outdoor hockey when I was a kid. So uh, it's an exciting. You know, opportunity. Uh, you know, I haven't really been versed too much from the team in the league yet. Just kind of let you guys got uh, bits of news. I actually got it from you guys. So. <laughs> um, but it, it's exciting, and it's you know obviously next year. But 
I think for um, you know myself to to be involved in one of those would be really exciting, and I know the players would always uh, love and uh, appreciate that opportunity. Was your outdoor experience a neighborhood rink, a lake, or a river? Uh, mine were always on an outdoor uh, rink, and and the uh, the Rideau Canal in Ottawa. I've skated that a few times. The last time I did it uh, was uh, very cold. I went. I, I thought I was doing the smart thing going with the wind until I realized I had to skate seven kilometers back into the wind and it was stiff cold. So uh, it was a, a reminder of to be smart, just like our defensemen. <laughs> when to go on the rush, right? <laughs> Did you know much about Jacob Mangum before he came? Uh, I actually coached in the American League, I think, when he first broke into the American League, and I remember him and his brother uh, in the American League. and. Uh, I think it might have been the end of my kind of stint there and kind of him just starting. So I don't remember him very much, just a, a few games. And I knew he was the, the bigger of the two brothers. Other than that, I didn't really know too much of him. But uh, Dallas Eakins coach had him in, uh, I think it was Anaheim's organization. And as soon as he saw that he was coming here, uh, he sent me a text that uh, we're going to love him. He's a character guy, character person. He'll give you all he's got. And that's exactly what he's done since he's gotten here. So it's good, uh, good to have that. Uh, from another coach there he is luke richardson by the way for the record seven kilometers is 4.34 miles that's a lot that's a long that's a and that's so he must have done it twice yeah well, he said, he, said he went back one seven way kilometers and, that's a lot of skating that's, eight miles you, well of skating? if you watch the latest uh, every shift which that's, if you've got there's i think Luke's, michael evans was in the chat saying it was luke richardson still employed go watch the uh latest every shift and you'll see in great detail how Luke coaches. Oh, yeah. But his yeah. workout routine is nuts. He's a horse, man. And that horrible yeah. cereal he eats. Oh, yeah. All brand. <laughs> That's a colon hey, blow. <laughs> hey. I mean, if it works. Uh, if it works. And, I guess uh, it's hockey players are nothing if they're not creatures of habit. So um, he said he's been on that episode. He says he's been having that for like 30 years. Yeah. Like, yes. it, it works. I hope I look like Luke Richardson when I'm That's true. his age. He is, he is a ripped man. Did he get some new ink, by the way? Or is he just wearing short sleeves more often? I'm noticing No, it's, it yeah, it's just, new. He didn't have it down his um, forearm. Yeah, I thought like, there's something like right here. Yeah, I noticed it. that the other day. That's he was showing it off. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, yeah. Usually he has the long sleeve, but yesterday he had the short sleeve. He was showing. Yeah. Showing off. I mean, you always yeah. got to show off the new stuff. Of yeah. course. Of course. If I can never decide on one, I will. <laughs> All right. Um, so Tyler Johnson. I mean, he didn't get it live on the air on a popular podcast. No, he didn't. Hey, what if doors he ever open, wants Luke. to? Yeah. yeah, we'll do it. We can do it. Might, sure be time, it. might be time to do that again soon. We'll get a count. Sure. We'll get a free tattoo if he comes in and does it. Why not? Um, all right. So Tyler Johnson's back. Good news. NHL body. Yep. Uh, we saw him on power play practice today, just like connecting on passes and scoring goals. I think I looked at Mario here. Are they allowed to do that? Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, their very first uh, guy, their very first shift, like they did this sweet cross eyes one timer for a goal. And I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, do okay. that. How come you can't do this do in the games? Often. It's amazing. Uh, but I do like Tyler Johnson being back on there, and I kind of like the fact that both Alex Vlasic and uh, Seth Jones are both are on, on the, the power top part of playing yeah. it. I like that too. That's good. That's going to, I think, open up shooting lanes for Alex Vlasic, and uh, good luck trying to clear the zone with those two guys on the back end. When you know, yeah. Jones is very good at keeping the puck in. Yep. And, a, lot of, you know, a lot of length. And... and Alex Vlasic's wingspan, carry, you know, covers pretty much the entire width of the rink. So, uh, should be fun. Let's see. Let's see uh, what they can do tomorrow night. Hopefully, they get a 
a chance to look as good as they did today. Yeah. Before we go, we want to welcome, uh, we want to send our thoughts and prayers to Dale Shytown. Says I'm currently liquid fasting pre colonoscopy. So terrible. Mm. All brand colon blow cereals sounds great to me right now. I'll say this though, Dale, the meal you have after your colonoscopy will be the greatest meal of your yeah. life. I'm sure that'll uh, yes, that'll be rewarding. <laughs> yep. So good luck with all that. Good luck. Good for you. Take care of your colon. Yes. All right, we're back uh, tomorrow. We got post game. Late night, eight thirty puck drop, which means probably eight forty five puck drop. Yeah. So it's gonna be a uh, late, late night home late game. Night. So uh join us after the game. Uh hockey's back, thank God. Hawks and Wild. Uh we'll talk to you after that. But we want to remind you that we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. If you haven't yet, please smash that like button for us. Yes. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 